Glad that you're here with us as we take another look today at the Lord's Prayer. Um, it's, it's, it starts in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, and there's a line in there um, that is worth taking a close look at today, and that's, Hallowed be your name. Let's go ahead and read that whole thing again, because I can't get enough of that, right? Okay, starting at verse 9. This, is, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Hallowed be your name. That is, can be, and should be, but maybe for a different reason than what you would normally think, a pretty weighty, a pretty weighty part of that prayer. Yeah, I, I think about that, and, and when I when I pray, often I I defer back to this. You know, in those times when I don't know what to pray, at least I've been given an example of how to pray, and I try to keep that in mind. And and I don't I don't say the prayer exactly like right. we read it in there. Kind of take the ideas. Yeah, but I try to keep it in order like that, and and I think of you know how important prayer is to be to every one of us, and and how it. It just reminds us there is something more in this world. There is something more glorious than anything I could come up with, more glorious than anything I could say or become, that whom I am speaking to. Okay, I'm going to give you a scenario here. Imagine this. Just imagine this. Your dad, you're 16 years old. Your dad comes up to you, or father figure in your life comes up to you, sits you down, and says, i got to talk to you about something. And what's your first thought? I wonder what I've done. I wonder what I've done wrong. How do (laughs) I fix it? (laughs) But you haven't done anything wrong. Your dad is sitting you down to prepare you for the next stage of life. And he, this is what he's telling you he's going to do. He's going to say, your job now is to get up every day and look for a job until you find one. (laughs) That's never happened to me. But I can imagine, (laughs) I can imagine that. And then he says this, remember as you're out there, you carry the name of this family with you and what, what you do that's good is going to reflect on this family and what's bad is going to reflect on this family as well. That's a really crushing burden if you let it become that. Because my, my first thought would be, how in the world am I going to carry this burden of reputation of my family on my shoulders? How can I, how can I do that? So if you think about that scenario, that is not what this is about. <laughs> I, I completely agree with <laughs> you. And I think it's really easy to, to do that. I think it's really easy to think that way, that we've got to carry the name of God into wherever we're going. And if we don't, it reflects bad on the kingdom. And, and yes, that's true to a certain extent, but I don't think that that has anything to do with the grace that's being displayed in this. Yes, even on my best day, there's no way I could I could bear that particular burden. Although I realize that how I walk through this life, how I how I interact with others does reflect on the kingdom of God. It reflects on on what I truly believe about the kingdom of God, but we don't individually carry the burden of of you know making making God's name great. God's name is already great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is no human being on this earth that can carry that kind of burden. And when we're not meant to, there is, there's nothing. 
This statement, hallowed be your name, is not about carrying the name of God. It is about, it it frames everything that prayer is actually about. And that reveals the grace of Jesus. Prayer is, is something that's so much bigger than just laying before God a personal wish list of things that we wish would happen so that our life would be more comfortable. That's not that's not what prayer is supposed to be about. And life is supposed to be more m- bigger than that as well, m- more beautiful than that. That is that's selfish. That's a selfish way to look at prayer. Um, but really prayer is just acknowledging the fact that someone, something, someone exists in the world that's greater and more glorious than we are. And it's meant to remind us that our world, our little world, filled with all of our little plans, it is not ultimate. And it teaches us that God's glory is a greater glory than any kind of glory that, that we could ever have or want for ourselves. So, you know, as I, as I think about all this, I realize that Everything I do and everything I ask of God, it's to be done recognizing that everything that exists, including me, was made for God's glory. And that's why, you know, so early in in this passage, as Jesus is teaching us how to pray, he puts that, that in there, hallowed be your name. We are to revere God in all that we do. You know, I don't think we really want to live for a greater glory. I don't think we really... We really want that. But when we hear this, it it really just tears that apart. It just rips a hole in our heart and exposes that sin in our heart that we don't want to live for a greater glory. Because what we really want is just to have the people and places and things in our life serve the glory of our comfort and our own satisfaction. So we've got to submit our lives to God and His holy name. And that can remind us that we need to pray for something else, and that's grace. Because without grace, then we are going to steal God's glory. We are going to do that. But thankfully, in Jesus, we can have that precious grace. You're in the Daily Grind, Christian 105.7.